The weekend is here. It's time to go fishing. One place you'll find a lot of bites for a lot of species is Malax, and we'll check in. One of the great guides on Malax makes his fishing Paul Bunyan Country debut next. Stick around for Brad Hawthorne. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a lot in the happy afternoon. Sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we go on fishing for Bunyan Country. Welcome to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. I'm Kev Jackson. Well, today on the show, we get another first-time guest, Brad Hawthorne of Hawthorne's Guide Service. He's from Garrison, does a lot of work on the lax. And Brad, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time today. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm looking forward to it. Well, Brad, tell us your story, uh, where you're from originally, how you made your way into the world of fishing. Well, it started when I was about 20. Um, I started doing a little bit of guiding and just being from the area, um, you know, growing up in Chisago, and then my grandparents had a place on Malak, and my great grandma Lucy, who lived to be 109, wow, she uh, was the one-room schoolhouse teacher in Garrison. <laughs> okay, so everyone kind of knows her, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it was like when I moved up here 17 years ago. It was kind of like coming home. Hmm. So, and the business grew and grew and grew and grew to where for the last, yeah, 16 years now, we've been guiding full-time summer and winter. Wow. So you were the Chisago area, and I'm, I'm assuming, like in most cases, when I talk to guys who, who have this passion, it's something you've been doing probably since you were a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa and Dad got me started, and when I was like eight or nine, they quickly realized that, hey, the kid's better than us, <laughs> and and uh, we need to keep fueling this fire, you know? Mm-hmm. So they did, and they encouraged everything. They even got me fishing with better anglers, guys they knew were like, you know, did bass tournaments and, and things like that. And uh, it was like, boom, I got interjected into this world of fishing where, as a 16-year-old, I was fishing like a 50-year-old. Hmm. And it, ju- it was just awesome to have a family that supported you in that, that encouraged it. And the truth of it is, what I learned in my early, early, early years was I really liked helping people catch fish and teaching people. And that's what it drew me to this career. And that's why it's lasted so long, because it's truly, you hear guys say, I like my job. I love my job, and going to work is not like going to work for me. Like, I wake up in the morning, I'm happy, I can't wait to see my customers, and every day is a new day, and it's just a wonderful way to uh, to live and work. That's awesome. Um, so you've been up, like you say, 17 years uh, in, in the uh, Garrison Mille Lacs area. What is it you find so appealing about Mille Lacs Lake? So one is you literally catch so many fish. The other one is the way the body of water fishes is absolutely incredible. 
if you're a guy that likes fishing mud flats, you can fish mud flats. If you're a guy that likes fishing sand, you can fish sand, you can fish rock, fish boulders, gravel. Malax literally has everything from all the lakes in the state of Minnesota, except stained water, in one lake. Yeah. So if the fish aren't fighting on the sand, usually they're on the mud, and it it fishes just well. It, it After so many years, whenever I have a feeling about where the fish will be, they usually are there. And it's just really, really nice to be able to have a lake so dialed in. But for anglers coming up here, um, I always tell guys, you know, if you're new to pitching jigs, go do it up on the sand so you're not losing $20 worth of jigs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's just kind of a neat way of uh, neat way of fishing. It's a neat way of guiding. It's a neat way of, of uh, I don't know, I guess you'd call it just going to work. So um, obviously there's a ton of fish on that lake. It's great walleye lake. It's an amazing musky lake, and it is an absolutely world-class smallmouth bass lake. Uh, which ones do you like? I predominantly do. So we have two boats in our guide service. Um, one is a 2025 Lund Impact, and that one I do all the bass trips in. Okay. And then I have my father-in-law, and he usually takes my overflow in the 1875 Lund Pro Guy. So, you know, let's say I get... A little tired of bass fishing, well, I'll just jump in the other boat and go walleye fishing with my customers, and it uh, it works pretty well. I don't have a favorite. Like, um, right now it's early season. The smallmouth bass are just, it's just awesome to go out and fish for them every day. So I'm loving those. A little later on here, I'll probably be into, you know, more walleye mode. And then even before opener, we're out doing crappie trips. Mm-hmm. What, um, what are people most interested in? I mean, it, uh, clearly, this is you know walleye country. We know that, but bass has gotten so much more popular in the last uh, several years. I'm just wondering what your ratio is. So the ratio is right now about sixty-seven, sixty-eight, sixty-nine percent depends. Bass hmm. and the rest is walleye. Okay, people are like, and last year when I went through everything. We were 75% bass and 25% walleye. Wow. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is a change, man. Well, it is because, you know, we used to, I used to pressure guys in 10 years ago. I'm like, guys, you like smallmouth bass? And they're like, eh, but kind of, you know. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever fished out here for bass? They're like, no. I'm like, Okay. Give me two hours, right? <laughs> We're going to do six hours for walleye, and then give me two hours on bass. In one year, I was able to convert about, I'd say about a third of my customers to, they still come up just for bass. Yeah. They got a taste of it, and they absolutely love it. Brad Hawthorne of Hawthorne's Guide Service on Mille Lacs, my guest today. We'll continue with Brad next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. (music) 
Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Relax area guide Brad Hawthorne, my guest. We're talking about smallmouth bass. It's so much fun. I mean, they're fighters. The techniques you use are fun to do. Uh, there's really nothing not to like about bass fishing. We're used to eating walleye and eating panfish, but, uh, you know, uh, if we just want fun, it's hard to beat bass fishing. Absolutely. You know, from top water to pitching jigs, you know, pitching tubes, you know, jerkbait fishing, I mean, it changes so much, and those the smallmouth have so much heart. Uh, you know, they just, they fight like absolute crazy. So it's easy for people to fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. Um, what has been the situation? I mean, how much would you say, uh, as far as the walleye goes, is due to the fact that it's just been kind of a battle as far as uh, walleye fishing in the last few years, not to catch them, but with all the regulations? So what we're seeing is, yeah, the regulations play a part in the walleye trips. They, they sure do. Um, the frustration on my side would be the way it's communicated to the public. Because the way it's communicated is people think, like this year, they think Mille Lacs is just shut down in July, and that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, when they print it, they go, walleye closure, and people don't see walleye. They just see closure. Or they mm. print, or the media outlets print, Mille Lacs closed in, in July. And it's like, no, you can still go out there and fish for smallmouth, pike, and muskie. So that would be, you know, if something needs to change, it would be figuring out a better way to effectively communicate to the public that people can still come up here and enjoy Mille Lacs. Just because walleye is closed does not mean you have to stay off the lake. No. <laughs> like we say, the real fun ones are still available. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I think what's what might be, you know, part of the issue is, if it's not outdoor-oriented media, you know, it's just uh, the, the editor gets the press release or whatever, or, and, and they don't know a lot about fishing, to, as far as they're concerned, if walleyes aren't available, then fishing isn't available. You know, that's kind of the, the layman's thought about fishing. Those of us who spend a lot of time talking fishing, doing fishing, you know, we know better. Right, right. And that's where, you know, my customers call. And they go, hey, I would like to book a walleye trip in, you know, July. And I'm like, well, we can't. And then he explained it to them. And then, you know, it's like, hey, we can go do bass. Oh, I don't want to do bass fishing. It's like, man, give it a shot. Like, you have to admit, you're from the area, you know. You go out on Mille Lacs, you'd, you'd have to really do something wrong to have a bad day out there right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So uh, what is going on out there right now, actually? So right now, we've got the walleyes are literally jumping in the boat. I did a fishing report last week where I said, just don't throw topwaters and put hot dogs on your hooks, and you'll catch walleyes. <laughs> like, that's how good the walleye fishing is. Um, but on a serious note, um, the fish are transitioning and have been for about a week now out to the mudflats, and you can either jig troll with, Whatever minnow you can find, there's really not a preference. If you can find shiners, yeah, they work a little better. They got a little bit more flash to them, but fatheads and rainbows work just as well. So you can jig troll out there in 28 to 32 feet of water, or you can just do the rigging with a, you know, six to 10 foot snell and a hook, plain hook and a leech, and you'll catch a ton of fish right now. Like when the fish 
first go out to the mud, they're super, super aggressive because all, there's just so much food out there. Yeah. And things. So I'm moving more to that leech rigging and leech combo. And the smallmouth are in about every place imaginable. And I know that some guys are going to go, oh, typical guy, just saying the fish are all over the place. But it's the truth. The, the bass, we have bedding fish. We have post-spawn fish. And we still have fish that are pairing. And the post-spawn fish can be anywhere from 10 to 12 feet, 15 feet. Uh, bedding fish are going to be in less than, you know, eight feet, eight feet usually. And then we still have a lot of shallow cruisers. And those would be fish that are looking to bed up soon, too. So literally fish from two feet to 15 feet. And you're going to find smallmouth doing just about everything they do. And as we go on here the next week, you're going to see a lot more of those post-spawn fish inhabiting the typical areas on Mille Lacs. You know, the 8 to 12 feet, you know, rock to sand transition, big boulders and things like that. Okay. Um, how much uh, how much action's been out on the water? A lot of a lot of people out there? There's been a lot of people. A lot of people. We have been, you know, for the first month of the season, it was even hard to get. If you weren't to the access by 7 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you might have had a hard time getting a spot. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, it was just absolutely packed. So, you know, there's been a lot of traffic out on Mille Lacs. People are catching a lot of fish. Um for the most part, the resorts have been full. Um, there's been a few tournaments out here already that have done phenomenally well. So, uh, all in all, people are getting out of the house, they're enjoying Black, and they're getting out fishing. How are they doing the tournaments out with the, all the restrictions? You know, from what I heard, they're doing basically online meetings, online check-ins. And for the tournaments like AIM, that's a catch-photo-release tournament anyways. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not weighing fish so all those guys have to do is turn in their sd card for their camera and their weigh sheet and their ruler and they could space those guys out and get that done effectively so that tournament was a was a great success so that's uh and i know the student anglers they were out and they just kind of did a virtual tournament you know kind of the same same format to it guys are figuring ways around it and they're still getting out there and getting the job done Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Brad Hawthorne, my guest today. We're talking Mille Lacs area fishing, and we were just talking about the tournament anglers, but obviously it had been a little bit frustrating for you to start out the season a couple of weeks not being able to get any any trips in. We pulled, I pulled 14 or 15 double shifts this year just to make up for that. Um, it was a super hard hit to the resorts and the guides especially. Um, I, I never thought in my lifetime that they would say, all fishing guides are shut down in the state of Minnesota. It was uh, definitely a frustrating time in, in the in the fishing world for me, and not to mention a lot of the the manufacturers. You know, they a lot of them couldn't ship products, and they had people demanding products. You know, shelves are empty at the retailers, and all the way around, it was a pretty frustrating situation. That I'm glad we're uh, largely put it behind us now. Yeah, and you know, for uh, our neck of the woods up here in the Bemidji Red Lake area. Um, Leech Lake area, the ice was so bad that, you know, retailers had a horrible ice fishing season on top of it. So it was a really, for a lot of guides up here uh, and and retailers, it was a double hit. Yeah, yeah, that was, and we saw that traffic um, hit Mille Lacs is what we saw. So when 
when a lot of the resorts shut down on red and, and on some of the places on Lake of the Woods, they were like, hey, where that's it, you know? Like, they were flooding in certain areas, and all that traffic just came right to Mille Lacs. And, I mean, we were, there was a point in time where I literally didn't answer my phone for four days <laughs> because we couldn't, we couldn't do any more guided. We couldn't service anyone else, you know? It was like, and the whole time I'm feeling just, just so sorry for the, the guys up on Lake of the Woods and the guys up on Red going, because I've been there. I've been in those exact same footsteps, and it's so frustrating to go into a season and maybe get a fraction of the way through and then have to give those deposits back. You know, it's it's really a difficult thing to do. Well, as uh, as we get into the heat of summer now, uh, I'm sure you're very busy. Are you uh, are you packed for the rest of the summer? If somebody wanted to book a trip, you can they, can you still take them? Absolutely, we've got some not in June, but in July we have a few openings in July, and we can pretty much get anyone in. You know, we're about eighty to ninety percent booked for the rest of the season. But with operating two boats out there, we can generally get guys in whenever they want. How do we go about doing that? All right, so if you go on the web at MalaxLakeGuide.com, you can contact me through my website there, or you can go on Facebook to Hawthorne's Guide Service and look me up there, send me a message there, or there's a call button when you do it mobily, you just hit call, give me a buzz, and we'll set up a day for you. All right, and uh, uh, the thing about Malax, like you said, you know, ice fishing, uh, soft water fishing, pretty much throughout the year, it's a great bite. It, it, it's, it's second to none in the state to be able to go out, especially with kids, you know, you you get a kid that's casting for the first time and you go out and, you know, 15, 18, 20 foot of water out in the sand and you have him throwing a jig and minnow and he hooks up with a fish, you know, that instills self-confidence in him, makes him want to do it more. And that's something you can do on Mille Lacs that uh, a lot of people are starting to figure out now that it's just a wonderful place to take the family. Hey, as a guy who's been fishing most of his life, uh, I bet you're wishing they had uh, all that high school and college fishing stuff back when you were a youngster. I was super jealous. Yeah, when I saw it, I, I tried to help out the Grand Rapids fishing team as much as possible. Um, and I look back and go, man, we are creating some really, really good anglers at a young age and on a competitive level with, you talk about kids that are fishing in the tournament scene at when they're 13, 14, 15 years old. And then when those guys, if they ever decide to go pro, having that much experience Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are creating some dynamite, dynamite young anglers. And I think it is also we were just talking about how popular bass fishing has become. It's adding that uh, more bass angling uh, fans to the next generation because that's what they're fishing for at the, in the competitive level. Exactly, exactly. They're they're fishing competitively. They're going out there and not only they're fishing smallmouth, they're fishing largemouth, and they're doing five or six different lakes in a season. And these anglers are, you know, they're learning largemouth and shallow weedy lakes, you know, and milfoil bites and deep cabbage bites. They're learning rock bites. They're learning transition bites all by the time they're 16 years old, which is absolutely incredible. All right. One more time, Brad, if we want to use your services or just uh, get a little bit more information about you, how do we do that? Uh, 651-271-8600 or go on to Facebook at Hawthorne's Guide Service or on the web at MalaxLakeGuide.com. 
Brad Hawthorne of Hawthorne's Guide Service, uh, first-time guest on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Won't be a last-time guest if he, if he wants to come back. Great, great interview, Brad. I really enjoyed talking with you. Thanks for taking the time today. Thank you. Have a great week. Before we wrap it up for the weekend, the outdoors people, if you've been waiting for things to get opened up so camping's uh, a little more easy to do, we've reached that point. A vast majority of all campgrounds are open in state parks in Minnesota and other recreation areas and forests. And additional services at the state parks are also open, although many of those will have reduced capacities. But if you want to get out there and camp, go for it. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. Fish Tale! Bob Bunyan! Country! Country!